Welcome to the Women Living Well After 50 podcast. I'm Sulon Carrick and I'm passionate about inspiring, motivating, supporting and informing women over 50 to embrace this exciting time of life. Health and wellness in mind, body and spirit are the foundations for living well, but there is so much more to a life well lived. Each week through conversations with my guests, I'll be presenting topics that will help us all to live well and enjoy life. So join me as we discover new ways to become women living well after 50. Are you ready to start living? What are you waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome to the Women Living Well After 50 podcast. I'm Sulon Carrick and it's lovely to have you join me. This is part two of my interview with Melissa McGowan of Menno Collective. We've been talking about menopause, leadership, burnout, energy management and transformation. And uh, we're going to be going into part two now. So if you missed the episode one, part one, pop back and listen to that first and then you can uh, carry on with episode two. Now, I want to talk about um, energy because you talked about burnout and especially women in, well, if they're in a, a leadership role or an executive role, but also other women who might have families have got other commitments and as we said you know we try to do it all we don't want to draw attention to the fact that hey you know my hormones are all out of whack as well Um, so how can we and I look at my daughter who's in a similar situation she's 41 she has a very um uh, she's an executive. She she it's it's a very demanding role that she has. She has two little boys. She has a fabulous husband who sort of takes on the more caring uh, of the boys, the the day to day duties. But I can see mm. now that we're talking and and other women that I've talked on the subject of menopause, she's probably going to be soon or in a little while facing the same thing. Yeah. And I'm yeah. concerned when I see her as well that, you know, she pushes herself. Um, yes. So it's right out there, really. So how how can women really avoid that burnout but still feel yeah. as if they're um, living up to their expectations, I suppose, which are always way higher than everyone else's? Yeah. Look, I'm really passionate about this area because a lot of the women, um, and, and I do coach some men as well, uh, are, are exactly where you described your daughter's, you know, your daughter is like we want to be able to uh, deliver great results in our, in our jobs but not at the total cost of our health and well-being. Mm. So, you know, even if I go back to when I was still in-house and in my, um, you know, HR role, I was always passionate about energy management. I remember once I was running a leadership program and I said, we're going to do the first session is going to be on energy management and, and, and sort of executive stamina, like looking after yourself. And this was like wild back then, you know, and it was the top rated sort of session out of a nine month program. But if I go back to this idea of the women in their late thirties and early forties, like uh, your daughter, the conversations happening around what's sort of this next stage of hormonal change. So that's already helping them 
get a little bit of an understanding. Now, we don't want them to be, you know, terrified. We don't want them to be, like, too scared, but we do want them to be aware. Yeah. Because if they can, you know, whilst I talk a lot about managing, you know, menopause symptoms, frankly, if they can manage their burnout symptoms, then, you know, they are going to be, their nervous system, they're going to be in much better shape to come and deal with everything that, you know, perimenopause is going to throw at them and Mm -hmm. and not be in that situation where it's having, you know, hopefully such a negative impact on them, their work and their family. So I think this just, in the same way that in menopause, it it kind of confronts you to reevaluate some things. I think that uh, women who are living dynamic lives also have that opportunity. And I guess it's a leap of faith when I say it is possible to do a great job in your leadership and not live in that survival mode. Mm -hmm. That survival mode is when we're feeling, you know, rushed, um, often worried, frustrated, distracted, you know, and it's become so normalised, particularly for women after the pandemic. So the, the risk of burnout for women has never been higher and midlife starts, you know, in your late 30s and there's so many pots already on the stove. Mm. So I think the, these things come together. Um, you know, I, I was with 50 women last week running uh, a session uh, literally on this, a full day around how we can manage our energy how we can um, how we can get really clear on what's most important in our work and our life, and how we can elevate our impact. And so there's different things there. There's um, there's some tools and some mindsets because so often when we're in that survival mode and we become used to living there, the way our internal dialogue, like the way we talk to ourselves, you know, the way we think about ourselves, the way we're able to make decisions you know, our energy is so contagious and it, and it rubs off on others as well. Mm. And the only antidote we know, like the only antidote to stress in work and life is recovery. I mean, that that is what the research tells us and mostly for our lived experience as well. And yet when work stress and life stress is high, so the more stressed we are, there's something called the recovery paradox, the less likely we are to recover. You know, mm-hmm. so you've got people working in the evening and, again, back to that burnout, right? It starts with the, just being someone who is, you know, you, you like to prove yourself. And so then you work harder as a result mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. And then you can start neglecting your, your needs. Now, again, you know, this still happens to me sometimes, but I've got that awareness and with yes. awareness, yeah. a choice, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, things start to get blurry. You can be in denial of emerging problems around health or work. You know, you, it, it, it starts to be, you, you know, you withdraw. Um, you start to feel empty, lonely and, and depressed, essentially, mm-hmm. is that kind of full st- 12 stages of, of burnout. And so I think it's incumbent upon organisations, but also on women themselves to kind of recognise one of the best ways to protect your your health and your career is to be able to receive support. And whether that's domestic support or, you know, professional support. Mm. And and we wait till crisis, don't we? But, you know, I'm a big believer that we all need support. 
Um, and so that's, you know, that's what I sort of, you know, do. I help, I help a lot of women manage this, this burnout and figure out how they can have the, the impact they want to have in their job without, you know, having to totally um, compensate on their health and their well-being. And it is, and it is possible. And, and men have challenges here too. So, yeah, in, energy management, you know, that recovery is, is what I'll come back to is where we're living in survival zone. That's not us at our best. No. You know, for those listening, if you think about, you know, something you've navigated recently, something you you feel quite pleased about how you showed up, you know, it could be a work situation, um, could be a challenging work situation, could be something in your personal life where you had to have a conversation that you weren't looking forward to, whatever that was, but where you feel quite pleased about how you showed up. You know, I get people to tap into that because that's generally what I call you in your success zone, mm-hmm. you know, where you're like, actually, I was, you know, I was present, I was, um, I was open, I felt confident, you know, um, whatever that was. That's different for everyone, but that's very different to when you're in that survival mode where you're just going from meeting to meeting and you're putting out fires and, you're, you know, you're mm-hmm. just kind of in that, that, people say, the hamster wheel. Yes. So the only yeah. way we can be in our, in our success zone more often is if we honour that little bit of recovery every day. And so foundation of that is sleep and, and movement, really, and just yeah. getting honest with yourself about yes. well, I think, the sleep thing. Yeah. Um, well, the good thing is that we'll use my daughter again as an example. She doesn't have trouble with sleep, which is which is good. But she also is very mindful of um, trying to get some time for herself to go for a run a few times a week and Mm -hmm. go for walking meetings so that, you know, just getting out into that fresh air, moving your body and, um, you know, I think, well, we all know that when you move, you feel so much better after. And I know myself the other day I was feeling we've just moved house and life's just been very difficult and I was feeling quite um, depleted in all areas. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, you know, I've just got to get up and go for a walk. And I ended up starting with a walk and finishing with a run and I felt so good after it and I thought, you know, you do know what you need to do but we just need to make the time to do it or find out a way to incorporate that balance, as you say, um, you know, a piece of a slice of cake for ourselves, the, the career and the family, you know, it can all have its little um, pieces. So you need to, yeah. to need to have that. So the recovery I was wondering. Yeah, and I think that your example, that's what I meant by recovery. Yeah, recharging your own batteries. And your example is a great one because sometimes when we least feel like it, like we are feeling a bit depleted or it's that time of the month and you're premenstrual or whatever, it's like that's the time you probably most need it. But when I talk about recovery, it's that little bit often equals a lot. So it's that, it's that, it's that little bit of you know rest, whether it's active or passive rest, and 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 sleep. Because I do hear from a lot of women who say oh, I get by on six hours. So it may not be that they're having like a lot of disturbance in the middle of the night, but they're going to bed too late and they're not getting enough sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, so that that just that recovery, and then to your point, the physical stuff, 
then spills over into how I feel emotionally, you know, and then I can recharge my emotional batteries, catch up with a friend, have a connection, play a favourite song, you know, and then the mental part that, you know, that need to just have a mental break, you know, a psychological disconnect like working in the evenings has been proven to really impact our emotional state into yes. the into the rest of the evening yeah yeah you've got to have that cutoff point haven't you where you can tr- have to try and turn off and just um you know give your mind a mind a bit of a rest so yeah and it's um, hard because the yeah. more the more that's going on the harder that is to be honest mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and again it comes back to i think some women just feel a bit anxious about saying putting their hand up and saying hey I can't do it all, need a bit of help. And uh, I think that the more we can try to get that message out as well, that it's okay to ask for help. It's okay. You're not going to be superwoman. She doesn't exist. So don't try. Well, it, it, it brings up the idea of boundaries. So I have yeah. this yes, program I that. that I call like becoming a, your own chief energy officer. And oh, part like of that. becoming your own chief energy officer is learning to shift some of your thinking from very critical thinking to more realistic thinking. Mm. So that's dealing with the people pleasing, the rescuing, the things that are keeping us depleted sometimes or where we're, we're, you know, we're always drawing down our energy. So where's it going? Um, But also boundaries. It comes up, you know, like is it a time boundary, a physical boundary, a a behaviour boundary, you know, whatever that is. that's not necessarily easy, but it is essential. So that's the other thing that women in their late 30s, early 40s, my view is if they can start to establish some boundaries now, then they're going to be in much better stead in their careers. You yes. know, men tend to do that quite well. Mm. So, yeah, we need women to get on board. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about transformation. Um you know, how do we transform from, I suppose, our our attitude and our um, way that we do things to get to that point where, you know, we are being kinder to ourselves but we still feel like we're performing, for want of a better word? Yeah, I, I think that's where the, the message around, you know, menopause, is not being the end. Um, oh, definitely. I mean, not. You, you just you just mentioned you, and you know, I can see like you're. I know you said you've moved and things have been challenging, but you're obviously someone who's very energetic and you've got a lot of purpose and and passion. You know, so these are the sorts of things that um, we see, like when women are. It's a time of change, and that can lead to some really good stuff for so many women. Now, that's hard to hear when you are exhausted and you're yeah. you know you're full of self-doubt like and you're thinking well if someone says to me menopause is transformational I just want to bop them over the head you know like but once you've got support and some your symptoms are in a in better place um, both physical and psychological I really believe then you can look forward yeah. and unlock some new possibilities for yourself and you know what we know about like the the changes to the brain um you know, I was just writing my recent blog about this, but the changes to the brain at this stage that your oxytocin is down, so your your caring hormones are are down along with your estrogen, 
And so what that means is like you just care, like biologically you just care a little bit less Mm. about Mm. everyone else. And so then this opportunity to kind of choose yourself, like you said, a bit more, be there for yourself. in, And that could be like, you know, holding back less in, in your career and your meetings and your leadership. And actually, you know, um, we've, we've tamped down a lot of our sort of fierce, you know, anger that can be very positive for a long time. So there's some really good stuff that that comes out of that. And, you know, women are getting divorced and they're chucking their jobs and they're creating you know, they're creating change. Um, we're living one of one in seven of our generation to live to 100. So I think it's a time to invest in in your growth. And one of the women on our program at the moment, moment she said the same thing. She said, I'm now ch- going to totally change what I'm doing mm. in, in my career as a result of my experience, you know, going through menopause. And so that's scary, but um, that's also kind of taking responsibility and taking action with some self-compassion so yeah it's not it's not the end you know priorities can change and that can be that can be a really really good thing and I think you know women you know they come out of this often you know they're not pushovers um and you know they're ready for something new yeah 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 and I would say that I would probably say that um you know, I wish people like you were around when I was younger, um, but it took me till my mid-50s and probably I thought I felt good when I was, you know, in my 50s, but now now I'm in my mid-60s, which is a bit, oh. Um, I feel really good and really comfortable where I am and realise that there is so much more I can do if I want to um, because it comes back to what I want to do and what my needs are. And I think when you get past all that, there's hope for every for women out there, you know, Um, but the good thing is that people like you are putting this message out earlier. So women have got that opportunity to maybe be more prepared than I definitely was uh, and my peers were because, you know, we were sort of just fumbling along trying to to work out what we were doing. Um, but, there, you know, it can all be so positive and it's hard, as you say, to hear it when you're going through yeah. all those, you know, symptoms and that's, you know, but once you, you learn to manage that, you get the support, life can be so good and, um, you know, there's still so much more living that you can be doing into the future. Yeah, and I think it's it's powerful for this generation coming through because they can do that differently. Like, you know, we did this research project and around the world women were saying, I am not getting support from my doctor. Like oh, I'm either yeah. getting turned away or I'm, you know, or I'm getting told it's PMS or I can't even get an appointment or rah, rah, rah. So there's got to be another way for women to get that support faster so they can get through to and, and see these, you know, possibilities emerge. And, you know, I just had um, a catch-up with one of my coaching clients this week and she said, I just for the first time feel like I truly am embodying giving less Fs about what everyone else thinks. And she said, I just, she said, people saying to me, why is your skin looking so good? You know, and she said, I just kind of feel really different. Mm. And I was like, I just was amazing hearing her say that, you know, because I think that's the, yeah, 
the opportunities to give a few less Fs. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. And it's not hard if you've been a people pleaser all your life, but um, you just keep working at it. Now, yeah. um, we've been chatting for a while and, and you know, we can always chat, you know, um, I enjoy having the podcast because I meet such interesting women with so much valuable information. But just quickly before we we wrap, there's a couple of things I want to talk about. Firstly, mm. uh, you mentioned to me that you have, you're in the midst of a course. Is that a, mm. uh, for women or is that for the businesses? So that one I was referring to is um, we call it's called the Menopause Work and Life Transformation Project. Right. And so really that is for women, right? So that's for those women who are sort of thinking, what's going on here? This is confusing. I'm a bit exhausted. Oh, I just want to be prepared for this stage. So that is um, an eight-week program to help women manage and reduce their menopause symptoms Mm-hmm. So they can thrive essentially, and that is, um, you know, with the collective that we have, you get access, like direct access, to you know medical menopause um, experts and specialists, and a bunch of really credible, trusted resources, and a community of like-hearted women, which is really powerful. Mm. So yeah, if anyone's wanting to learn more about that, um, you know, I'd love to chat to them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll also be putting in all your contacts and links into the show notes um, and the blog post so that uh, women can contact you and find out more about what you're doing. But before we go, I wanted to ask you a question that I ask um, all of my guests, and that is what does being, I think you've already answered it, but I will ask it anyway. What does being a woman living well mean to you? Oh, that's such a that's such a great question. I I guess I'm going to go with honouring your own your own needs. You know, prioritising yourself, and that really brings up this concept of self compassion that I think truly is a, a superpower. That you know you can be as kind to yourself as you would be to your friends, and this is the emotional work that I think is most transformative for women so yeah you know move your body and sleep and all that sort of stuff but I think there's something really there in the richness of the um the emotional shift when you truly embody self-compassion I like asking that question because I really get well I don't think I've ever had the same answer and I've just had the hundredth episode of um the podcast so I've had a hundred interviews and um you know, not the same answer to that question. So it is a broad one, but I think it's something that we need to just reflect on from time to time. Yeah, we're, love we're living that. well. So thank yeah. you so much for joining me today, Melissa. You're doing a great job, not just supporting women, but also getting the message out there in the um in the work area, in in businesses, because, you know, we've got talented women and uh, who are still building their careers and to have that support from home but also from their workplace is just um, so important and it's really great that you're doing doing that work and I've been delighted to chat with you about that today. 
Oh, thanks, Sue. You you inspire me too. So well done on 100 episodes too. That's awesome. Well, thank you. And I didn't start till, oh, this is the fourth season, but it's only been a couple of years and I, you know, again, you doubt yourself. And then one day I, oh. I knew I wanted to do it and I sort of thought, well, who's going to listen to me? And I had people say that to me, who's going to listen? But I just went ahead one day and pressed the button and there we go. So I just find it inspiring talking to women like yourself and there's so many women out there that help to uh, inspire others and we all inspire other people in our own way and sometimes we don't even realise it. Well, I think that's such a good point and that's what, yeah, this, this you know, I use that term, you know, possibility, but, you know, I'm the same. I still have doubt. I'm like, what am I going on, you know, LinkedIn and talking about menopause and, you know, and so, you know, I'm honest about that too, as you are. I think that's helpful for other women to hear is just because we're moving forward doesn't mean that we don't have those same feelings. We're human too. Exactly, exactly. But the difference is we're giving it a go and yeah. I think that's important. You just go with what you feel, forget about what other people say and uh, be true to yourself. So thanks again, Melissa. I know you're racing off now to another meeting. So thank you for giving me your time and I hope that we can talk again in the future. Yeah, great. Thanks, Sue. Well, it was lovely to chat to Melissa McGowan today about menopause, leadership, energy management and transformation. Now, if you've enjoyed the episode, I'd love you to give me a like or leave me a comment and share this with a friend because I know that it will be of benefit to them, especially if they are going through perimenopause or menopause and trying to struggle with their career. I look forward to seeing you next time. And in the meantime, remember to live well, enjoy life, and most of all, be a woman living life her way. Bye for now.